You're listening to J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Attention, people of Earth. People of Earth. People of Earth. People of Earth. Greetings, people of Earth. What is this? Salt of the Earth, these people. Now get ready. All right, now get ready. Give them the greatest show on Earth. And good morning. Welcome back. It's Monday, June 5th. A full work week in effect. Wow. Back to the grind. But we have like a... Well, some folks have a holiday coming up on the 19th for Juneteenth. Yeah. So then so then we have another short work week. That, that following week? Yeah, it kind of goes every other one, doesn't it? Because 4th of July is then coming up, too. Nice. What how, many, what, how many people actually get it? We talked about this on Friday. How many people could actually work Monday, July 3rd? Or are they just going to say, screw it, and let's just have a day off? Yeah. Like, I've already I hope- petitioned for us to have that day off. The yeah. hard part is actually is going to be the fifth, the fifth, because everybody's going to be out shooting off fireworks on the fourth, and then have to get up early and go to work the next day. Yeah, that's where like yeah, a weekend this is like dicey. a weekend like that. That's where a special, I don't know, petition should happen where you can be able to shoot off fireworks on like the first and the second and the third because it's the weekend. Mm-hmm. And see, this is why I think the fourth of July. I mean, it's, I know it's like uh, it should be the holiday weekend, should be the weekend, but. It has to happen on the 4th, because it's July 4th. Oh, yeah. 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 Kind of can't change around history, but, Yeah. You know. That's the hard part. <laughs> you know, yeah. I wish I could change history, too, JP. Don't worry. Independence Day happened on the 2nd. <laughs> Just make it that way for everybody, but no. That's not something Did you have a good weekend? Uh, yeah, no. I uh, had a wedding on Saturday. I uh, went to a wedding and then a reception, and uh, then yesterday was a pool day. How about yourself? Um, yeah, it was sort of long in a way, but it was, it was good. There was a cornhole tournament at a friend's, and nice. uh, my friend Sierra went um, wedding dress shopping, so I went along for that. Nice. Uh, yeah, and then yesterday I worked out really, really hard. It was one of those. Um, it was one of those workout sessions where. Nothing like overtly hurt. Like I, my knees didn't really ache, which was crazy. So I just went all out. Hey, good was, for you. It was cool. Felt good. I chugged one of those. Um, we have a fridge here full of the new Gatorade fits, Twitch. Or Twitch? Yeah. Is that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Twitch that has like 200 milligrams of caffeine. And I chugged like half of it. And I'm like, this should do the trick. Yeah, yeah, it did. It worked on you. Uh, yeah. Nice. Worked out pretty well. That's awesome. So, yeah, that I, is feel, great. I feel like a skinny legend today. Good for you. <laughs> you. I know you've been on a little bit of a journey and you've done well so Sat far. Sat in the sauna so. for like probably way too long. That is clinically healthy for you. <laughs> oh, good sauna Don't care. Time Felt is worth great. It. Yeah, that's always worth it. How was your weekend, Nick? Great, man. Great, great. I'm excited to get kicking off on the week and have a great week on the show. All right, well, let's get Woo! to it then. Coming up next. Go! This is what's next with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Today is an all-new Neighborhood Watch. Shauna wants us to figure out what to do about her house in her neighborhood. So we'll give her advice on that. Uh, we will have a very special edition of Dear J.P. that didn't quite fit into... they they. Like it, it's kind of a date them or dump them, but they it, they didn't want to be on the radio, so mm-hmm. we'll talk about that on Almost the way. Almost sort of like a couple therapy too. That is but like, not. It's like a hybrid. It is a hybrid. So we'll have that on the way. We'll also talk about Coriel's tattoo, um, which has been. But I'm not getting. Thursday. 
Uh, well, maybe. The nitty gritty is coming up, too. Lainey Wilson has dated Duck for two years. Tanya Tucker makes Opry history. Team Jelly Roll versus Team Riley Green and more. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty gritty from Music City on Kicks 96.9. Nitty Gritty from Music City, powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. So most people didn't know, including myself, until the rumor mill started turning. Um, Lainey Wilson was dating former NFL player Devlin Hodges, who's also known as Duck, until she brought him to the ACMs last month. But they've been together for over two years. Yeah. She talked about it in a recent interview. She said one reason the relationship works so well is because he knows what it's like to chase a dream. Quote, he's good as gold, supports me, would never come in between anything that I'm trying to do. He's like, go get a girl. And I made him wait for a while. I mean, <laughs> it's been a little over two years now. She said there were clues. You know, a couple of weeks before the ACM, she performed in Pittsburgh wearing the Duck Hodges jer- jersey. That's the thing that really got the rumor mill going about. But the big reveal didn't come until uh, the big night, the ACMs. And, it, and before then, too, it was like it was it was confirmed, but not in like a super big way. And then the ACM. M's came around and then he's in the pictures and blah 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 so we do know officially that yes they have been dating but it's been a long time actually (laughs) Tanya Tucker made history at the Grand Ole Opry on Friday by showing up on horseback it was the same black stallion she rode through downtown Nashville in April after she made it into the Country Music Hall of Fame historians say that in 97 years it's the first time anyone's ever ridden a horse on stage (sighs) wow her new album, Sweet Western Sound, came out on Friday. There's a horse on the cover. That's, you know, like why she did it. But it's the 26th studio album of her career. She did a full set, including three new songs from the album. She opened with Kindness, which is our first single from it that came out back in April. So Tanya Tucker over here, Robert, it's just still making history. That's awesome. Ashley McBride announced Friday that her fourth studio album will be coming in late summer titled The Devil I Know. The announcement was accompanied by a third track from the upcoming set. Uh, the song's called Learn to Lie. Here's a little uh, preview of that. And I hate that it runs in my blood. I hate how easy it comes. I wish I'd learned how to love the same way I The song is so personal to the singer that when she debuted it live last September, um, her mother and stepfather were in the crowd. And she warned them about the song beforehand so they wouldn't be surprised by a song she told the crowd was a 100% true story. With songs co-written by Lainey Wilson, John Osborne of Brothers Osborne and Pillbox Patty, the album is scheduled to release about September 8th. So we'll keep you posted as far okay, as that goes. Yeah. Last but not least, the third annual... Um, Rock and Jock Celebrity Softball Game taking place during this year's CMA Fest has announced their two teams and their captains. And the first base dugout is Team Jelly Roll, <laughs> led by the Need to Favor singer himself. And in the third base dugout is Team Riley Green, led by the Rising Country Star. Both teams take the field to have fun, engage with fans. Bless Excuse you. me. 
engage with fans and raise money for Folds of Honor Tennessee, which is a charity organization nice. uh, that awards scholarships to the spouses and children of America's fallen or disabled military. And while it may be all in fun and for a great cause, Jelly Roll is bringing his A-game on the Instagram post that listed both teams' rosters. He says, quote, my team deserved its own post. I love Riley. I really do. <laughs> but he he's one of my closest friends. But I'm going to smack butt next week. This is war, and we are Sparta. Here's just a few um, ideas of who are on the teams uh, roster-wise. Team Riley Green is obviously Riley. Will Compton, Brantley Gilbert, Jamison Rogers, Chris Lane, Brian Luttrell. I'll be honest with you. I'm not proud of it. We had to Google that. We had to Google that. I'm like, <laughs> well, we don't I feel know like this exactly is somebody I should know. I said, is this a sports guy? This sounds like a sports name, right? Yeah, it does. Also, Chuck Wicks. Uh, roster for Team Jelly Roll includes Jelly Roll, obviously. Uh, Michael Chandler, who's uh, uh, like a martial arts fighter. Um, Taylor Lewin. Is that, is that his, his name? Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. Hardy, Ray Lynn, Mitchell Tenpenny, Ernest, Sean Johnson. And then, obviously, there are um, other folks, but it's it's going to be pretty awesome. I can't That's ex- great. I uh, can't wait to see who wins. My bet is on Team Jelly Roll. Okay. I think he's gonna. I think their team's gonna win. Got a stacked lineup. All right. Mm-hmm. With the nitty gritty from Music City, I'm Coriel with Kicks ninety six point nine. JP Coriel and Husker Nick. I've been waiting on some good news. You can always tell us what's good in your world uh, if you'd like to share and be a part of good things on Facebook or Twitter. KX nine six nine. We've had quite a few of them come in recently. Uh, we missed Bobby's. I want to get to him first. He says, good thing, uh, check out the tables I made for a new bar in Marysville, Kansas at their car show and they festivities this weekend. He made them with uh, his own hands. It's just fantastic. Yes, and then we actually, <laughs> we missed a, one a while ago. One last week. Uh, congratulations uh-huh. to Elizabeth. Elizabeth says that she's retiring after 47 years working for the same company. Nice. Um, so congratulations. Enjoy your retirement. And then we also just got a message in from uh, James that says, good things. A shout out to SOS Heating and Air for winning the award for the uh, for the Decoldus commercial. <laughs> no. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they got national recognition for that or, that, or recognition of some sort. That's really cool. What's yeah. your good thing, Coriel? My good thing is Coldplay. They have planted... Five million trees so far with their music of the Spheres World Tour. Um, they're apparently planting a tree for every attendee. So, so far, five million attendees. That mm-hmm. goes to show how massive they are. But it's part of their environmental and sustainability initiatives. They have uh, reduced their carbon dioxide emissions by 47% compared to their tour last year. They're hoping to reduce, reduce it to 50%, actually. And they have this electric battery system that allows them to use 100% renewable energy that runs their entire show. Audio, lights, lasers, everything, so they can be as efficient as possible. And they even have, like, electric... Um, or They have uh, exercise bikes... And kinetic dance floors at their shows, Whoa. so fans can help power the stage. Huh. It, 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 I, it truly sounds like one of a kind. I don't know. It sounds really cool, but very, very good on you, Coldplay. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Nick, your good thing. Uh, my good thing. Um, there was a thirty-one-year-old uh, father in Texas, Houston area, who was lost uh, for ten days, and everybody was worried very much about him. They found him after 10 days. Um, he was off in the woods, 
Um, there's not really a lot of details as to what happened, but the reason I bring this up is because the father is 31-year-old Colby Richards. Colby, I used to play a lot of basketball with Colby at Noonball. Anybody who hooped at Noonball or played in a lot of leagues in town would know Colby. Uh, so it's awesome that he's okay, and now he's getting the proper help that he should. Um, you know, and I, I'd say take this as like a launching point that if you ever, you know, I don't know the details what you know what went on with Colby and why he was gone for ten days, and I know they're trying to assess his mental health and different things, but it's a good launching point to be able to just say like, hey man, if you ever need to talk to somebody, I'd say do it. Um, you know, if you're ever feeling down in the dumps or stressed or whatever, um, you know, feel free to talk to somebody. I know a lot of men out there to you know think just because they're guys they don't have to do that. Uh, that's not not true. You should uh, you know talk to people and make sure that you know your mentals are on the right place. You know you got a family that needs you and that kind of stuff. So uh, glad to hear that Colby's okay though because he's a good Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, another extra good thing, the one I mentioned in the tease, Kevin from the office apparently was in Omaha over the weekend. I saw that Brian and, Baumgartner. Yeah, Brian Baumgartner. So sorry, Corio, that you missed out on Kevin from the I office. I know I'm bummed. Uh, but a lot of other people got a chance to meet him, which was really really cool. Uh, another really cool thing is our friend Chris Whitney is just about ready to run in the Run for MS, the U.S. Runs for MS event that's coming up here on Wednesday uh, is when he gets to, actually tomorrow, he gets to begin his tour from starting from Ray, Colorado and into Holdridge, Nebraska, which is 165 miles he's going to run uh, to help with the, um, to better lives with people who have MS. He is what was the last count was $648 away from his goal. So if you'd like to oh, donate awesome. and be a part of helping out Chris. That was a nice uh, increase from the, last time we checked in. Yeah. So he's got a big bump. So we're he's almost to his goal of $10,000 that he's trying to raise for MS. Uh, and again, you can get on there. It's on our Kicks Morning Show Facebook page. The link is to go donate. He's just a couple days away from it and close, close, close to his goal. So if you get a chance to donate, that would be a very good thing. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. What the hell is going on? I mean, what the hell is going on? So it can be difficult to drive in areas where there are pedestrians, bicyclists, children, and animals. And it can be even worse when people have their phones out. Oh, yeah. We saw a girl on a bike approaching our intersection at 70th and Holdridge yesterday when Jackson and I went to go get food. And we're like, is she going to stop? Uh, I hope she does. Oh, wow. She was on her phone. She was biking and phoning. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, she may have been changing her song or something, but but right. I got really nervous for her. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Uh, a lot of uh, this has made distractive drivers on the phones, but in the city of Mulberry, Florida, they decided to put up a dozen signs warning drivers of smartphone zombies <laughs> or pedestrians that are so engrossed in their phones that they're not paying attention to what the vehicle around them, the vehicles around them are doing. Oh, my goodness. So a city official said they got the idea from a meme, but he thinks it's important, especially in areas around schools and libraries where kids are often walking around on their phones. Oh, yeah. And sometimes also wearing headphones. So mm-hmm. look for the smartphone zombie signs to be, if you go down to Florida, that might be a thing you run into. Oh, okay. man. Fair enough. On vacation. <laughs> uh, Smart. And then zombie. there's this. In a recent poll, 25% of Americans say they're not a fan of sports in general. Okay. 25%? Yeah. Wow. But that's probably depends on the, how you define sports, I guess. Okay. Uh, Sweden has become the first country to register balancing a checkbook as a sport. Nice. And later this week, will host what? their first ever European balancing the checkbook championships. No, what? Well, so you got to make what? sure your numbers are, you know, you know, you know how much money you got in the <laughs> bank and all that. I suppose. Apparently, it's a lot more structured than we think. The championship is being organized by the Swedish. 
Balancing the Checkbook Federation. <laughs> I have like a thousand jokes I want to make here, but yeah. I don't want to get another email. See, you do the joke once, so. you're fine. If you do it over and over again, then we get in No, that's comedy. It's called comedy. <laughs> it's I, called I agree. comedy. So, I agree. Nope. So I am done. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Don't got it on me right now. The year's competitors have already been chosen, so you can't like sign up for this. <laughs> uh, oh, whoa, darn it. Sorry, Corey. Shoot. I'm, uh, 20 representatives from different European countries will take part. The championships will last about uh, like a few weeks. And with daily competitors, last a few competitions weeks? will be lasting. The daily competitions wow. about six hours they long. better have a lot the, of like almonds. The competitions are six hours long. Yeah, as, that's the max is six hours long for the competition. I think you have to call a doctor if you go much longer than that. Yeah. According they need to, to have almonds and stuff lying around, some beef jerky, some Gatorade. Yeah, something like that. Uh, according to organizers, the focus of balancing the checkbook as a sport is to... Everybody's supposed to have a lot of fun. So the more fun you have, the more points you get. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that we have sort of, you know, like Comic-Con. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We have like that version for adult film stars and things in the U.S. Yeah. So go. I guess yeah. we sort of have a version of that. This sounds like much more regulated. And like yeah. there's a... Yeah. Uh, is, is, it, is this a... Is it televised? I, I mean, I, yeah. It is on. Yes, it is on Swedish television. Is this a spectator sport? Yes, you can also go and and oh. participate. There are tickets for sale to be there for participate or spectate. The spectate because the cha- the challenges have okay. already been the uh, participants. Right. You're already spectating been the participators. Exactly. Oh, wow. You get the watch and oh. participants will oh, okay. be judged on creativity, strong emotions, imagination, physical fitness, endurance, and workability. <laughs> Those are the categories that they're striving for. So many jokes. In the Imagine sitting there with the clipboard. <laughs> oh, to be an official judge? <laughs> like, and, what? I mean, that's so weird JB, anyway. did you um, apply yeah, to become an official judge? I wish. I, 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 I think I saw the tab I, open when I, didn't, I walked I in. I just really. now saw it today, so there's no, they've already oh, got the judges late. in there. Oh, they've already better luck the, next year. The special judges for this event. But, yeah, better luck yeah, next year. So look forward to, um, I'm sure, <laughs> there'll be the f- official results of the Swedish Balance and the Checkbook Federation uh, Olympics. Good. I'll nice. be waiting uh, at the edge of my seat. There you go. <laughs> this is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. Ooh, it's going down. Right here on Kicks 96.9. Three. Trending brought to you by Camping World of Lincoln. The body of a missing man was recovered at the site of an apartment complex collapse in Davenport, Iowa. Brandon Colvin Sr. is the first confirmed death from the apartment collapse. Two more men, Ryan Hitchcock and Daniel Preen or Prine, remain missing and unaccounted for. Both men reside at the apartment complex. Authorities suspect Hitchcock and Preen were both home during the collapse. And this is that, that building that they that collapsed and they were thinking about just demolishing and mm. they didn't have information on half like like six or seven of their the people that were living there, right? Correct. Yeah. Davenport officials wow. released documents that informed the complex's owners of structural damage to the building, which was about 100 years old. Mm. Tenants had also complained to the city for years about numerous issues, including a month's stretch of no hot water or heat. The building's owners left unfixed. And like you huh. said, yes, this I'm, was... Yeah. Um, it's, it's a tragic situation, and uh, thankfully enough people uh, made enough noise and kind of pumped the brakes on the what yeah. seemed to be like immediate um, Demo- demoli- yeah. plans demolition. for demolition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we are kind of holding out hope for that. Ryan and Daniel, we'll keep you posted. The stakes could not have been higher. If we had failed to reach an agreement on the budget, 
There were extreme voices threatening to take America for the first time in our 247-year history into default on our national debt. That is President Biden talking about the tense period of negotiations, and he did sign the Fiscal Responsibility Act of 2023 into law on Saturday, extending the debt ceiling for two years and avoiding a potential default today. The Senate passed the bipartisan deal late Thursday, just a day after the House passed the legislation with with their own vote. The law uh, claws back uh, roughly... $28 $28 billion in unspent COVID relief funds, eliminates $1.4 billion in IRS funding, and shifts $20 billion of the money the IRS got from the Inflation Reduction Act to non-defense funding. Most importantly, the legislation suspends a public debt limit until January 1st of 2025 after the 2024 president election is done. The new law also restarts federal student loan repayments uh, payments and adds work requirements for people up to age 55 to get SNAP or TAN benefits. Mm. So all of that mm. all right. coming soon. One! Tower, this is Ghost Rider requesting a flyby. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. No, no, ma'am. This is not a good idea. Sorry, Goose, but it's time to buzz the tower. Never a good idea to buzz, idea to buzz the tower. No, uh, no, nope. do it. No. And fighter jets were actually scrambled to intercept a plane that entered restricted airspace near the nation's capital and was unresponsive to communication attempts. The official statement from the North American Aerospace Defense Command said it was a Cessna 560 Citation V aircraft. And after being unresponsive, it crashed near the George Washington National Forest in Virginia. This is audio somebody got of the actually flyby happening. The boom. Imagine you're just sitting there, like playing the harmonica. Playing your harmonica. That's the that's the jet scrambling, right? That's the sonic boom. That's the sonic yeah. boom, right? Yeah. From the from the jets scrambling there. Yeah, yeah that's you can from hear the like shaking jets. stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. I, I, yeah, I, that would have been terrifying. <laughs> To yeah. just be sitting out there enjoying like a, a nice day, it seems like. I mean, he's on the harmonica. So playing like your harmonica. Chilling when you hear that. <laughs> uh, aviation time. experts speculated that the pilot fell victim to hypoxia, which happens when there's not enough oxygen in the cabin. Yikes. They're still kind of looking into it. But wow. yeah, that that's oh, that was scary. That's scary I'm sure. Right there. there you go. That's what's trending today. You're listening to J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. Yes, what Shauna wants to do with her house, that big of a deal... We'll find out from you in an all-new Neighborhood Watch. The drama is right there in your own backyard. It's Neighborhood Watch. Good morning, Shauna. Hey, how you doing? We're good. How are you? <laughs> okay, I hope you can help me today. Yeah, we're going to do, do the best well, that we can. Yeah, we'll try. Okay, here's my problem. I, I love my neighborhood. I've been in South Lincoln for like nine years now. My neighbors are fantastic. Everybody's terrific. But... We found what we've been looking for our whole lives, my husband and I, our perfect house, and we mm. want to buy it. Ooh, now, okay. You know, I, I miss everybody moving away, but we've been dreaming about this house, you know? Yeah. And miss, I'm thinking about keeping my current house and maybe renting it out or using it as an Airbnb or something. Right. And I'd like to keep paying it off and use it, you know, for future income and to pay off my new house. Right. But in the past, you know, and I love my neighbors. But I've heard them pretty much griping about, oh, these renters, they're ruining the neighborhood. I'm moving if they come in. You know, I can't stand these people who rent an Airbnb. I'll move if somebody rents a house next to me. You're like, then move. (laughs) Yeah. 
Because <laughs> I'm making money. Exactly. I, yeah, I like them, but, but you know, at what point do you, do you take care of yourself? Am I being selfish? Or, you know, should I rent it, keep it as an Airbnb? Or, or, or I don't know. I just kind of feel like, I don't know. I'm conflicted. You know, I see. I think you sound like a very kind person. And you said that you like your neighbors. So obviously you're not doing it to be petty or spiteful, whatever. I know that that's probably going to be a tough pill for them to swallow. But in the end, you kind of got to get your own bag. You got to make your own money. And if that's one of the best and easiest routes for you, you know, they're just going to have to kind of deal with that. I mean, you can't just not make money that you can easily be making to like better improve your own situation just because your neighbors might not like some strangers coming in and out every once in a while. (laughs) And the the thing about it is you're, I mean, you're not going to probably stick them with some, some redneck hillbillies or whatever. You're going to probably. Redneck hillbillies can be fun. (laughs) Okay. Redneck hillbillies can be fun, but you're not going to stick some and they're going to put up a uh, a car on blocks in in the front yard and let the place go to hell. You're going to. Assuming that she outright rents it though, because Airbnb, you can't know that. Right. But if she does rental, then you can kind of control who goes in there. That's it. That's a good. That's a good idea. And GP. then with Airbnb, you you can still kind of control who goes in there to a point. Yeah, to a because point. Because I know that we we uh, rented a house down in the Ozarks when we go down there, and there were all kinds of rules and regulations when we got there. And if we broke any of them, we get nixed. <laughs> we had an they, Airbnb they, that they, we stayed at in Colorado. Yeah, and the woman. Wow. She was a nut bar, respectfully. (laughs) Just a nut bar. And the whole place was set up weird. I ended up having to sleep on a on a pool table that was full of like fairy wings. It's a whole thing. So 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 if you do choose the Airbnb route, please don't be that person. (laughs) Okay. All right. right, Well I I think we can absolutely we'll take the story listeners and see what side they're on, whether that you should do this or just outright sell the house. Is yeah. that what we're asking, yeah. Coriel? It's a tough one. Yeah. It's a good yeah, one, though. You don't want to hurt people's feelings, but also you have to look out for yourself. Yeah, especially right now with the economy the way it is. I mean, there's a chance yeah. to make a little extra income here and there. I know you don't want to be that person in the neighborhood either. Like, that, that right. is a tough position to be in. What we'll do, Shauna, is we'll take it to our listeners and let them uh, tell us what they think you should do. And so just listen in, and then uh, we'll have some stuff on social media for you as well and hopefully get a good answer for you, Okay. <laughs> I really appreciate it, you guys. Love you. Love you, too. Thank you so much for we listening to the show. You. We appreciate you. Hey, here, here's, a, here's a, a, a veiled threat that you could make. You <laughs> okay. could go to your neighbor and you could go, hey, this home, I'm thinking about renting it, maybe turning into an Airbnb property. I know how you feel about it. I, I could uh, do that, or I could just give the house to like a, an obnoxious um, Iowa fan. Actually, that's a trick. I could let uh, I could let an Iowa fan move Hawkeye's in there. fan move wait, in the wait, neighborhood. Which one would you oh want? You know, God. give them the option. <laughs> Coral, <laughs> thanks for giving us an extreme. Set the bar very low. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Shauna, we appreciate you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Coming up. Next. With JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. All right, let us know what you think Shauna should do about her house. Mm. Should she turn it into a rental or like an Airbnb like she's thinking of, even though her neighbors are like obviously very against it? Uh, should she just outright sell it? Should she tell them to uh, put it where the sun don't shine? What should she do? You can let us know on Facebook or Twitter, KX969, or call in 466-9696 to be a part of Neighborhood Watch. It's Neighborhood Watch, and it was Shauna who reached out because she's 
going to move into her dream home out of the neighborhood she's been in for a while. Which is awesome. Yeah, good for her and her husband. Uh, But they're thinking about keeping the house that they're currently living in and either make it a rental property or an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Uh, And her neighbors had mentioned before complaining about other rentals in the area. Uh, and says it's been a big pain in the butt, and uh, you don't know who you're getting, and it's it's caused problems. Yeah, they want long lasting neighbors, yeah. and and she thinks that maybe there would even be like some pushback on their end if she right. did try to uh, turn it into a rental and stuff, make some cheddar. And so we know, wanted to know from you what should Shauna do, what can Shauna do? You can let us know on Facebook and Twitter KX nine six nine or call in four six six nine six nine six. Hi, kicks. Hey, my vote is that you do make it a rental. Like, if you don't do it, somebody else is going to eventually do this. Right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess awesome. Someone on the block is going to sell out and start doing it anyway. So I think <laughs> you can make that money and get it all started. Be the first sellout. <laughs> <laughs> That's your advice. We got a message that says, go ahead and do it. Who cares what they think? It's a it's a tough deal because like, I live on a, in a neighborhood that a lot of the houses are turning into rentals. And I know a lot of my neighbors have started moving because of it. Mm. Huh. So, like, I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough thing because, like, for every great rental person, like Coriel rents her house and yeah. you'd be a great neighbor to have. Yeah. There's a person on the street next to me that has six cars parked out front, mm. and they've had a bed sitting out in their yard for oh. six oh. months. Oh, lovely! The mattress just okay. laying in their yard. You know, just in case this you house take a siesta used to outside. Be so nice. Yeah. And now it's just turned into garbage so i totally get both sides of this thing like it's, yeah uh, all right well let us rough. know what you think uh she can or should do on facebook twitter kx969 or also 466-9696 to be a part of neighborhood watch jp coriel and husker nick the drama is right there in your own backyard it's neighborhood watch if you're just joining us we Talked with Shauna, and she's been living in her neighborhood in South Lincoln for about nine years now. Loves the neighbors, thinks they're amazing, but they have found their dream home, and her husband and she want to buy it and move. They're going to miss living on the street and the people there, too. But the problem at hand is, do they keep the house and use it as a rental property or an Airbnb or just... And, and keep paying it off and using that money uh, to pay off the new house. Yeah, great way to make some kishish. Or just sell it outright and, and move. Mm. And because there's a lot of questions about rental properties and Airbnbs and the the people that are, the clientele that are in there that aren't the best. Yeah, the main issue is the neighbors don't want a rental property nearby. Yeah. They just, they want a long-lasting tenant. They don't want rental mm-hmm. properties for whatever reason. And they've made that very, very vocal. And also, uh, Shauna knows that, like, you know, they would be not shy in pushback or, like, being a little loud about it. On Facebook, KX969, Taylor says, if it's her property and she owns it, she can do whatever she wants to said property. It's another neighbor's business. Beth says, your neighbors aren't paying your bills unless you have an HOA that says you can't do it, then do what is best for you. Um, Angela says, it's their home, their decision. Give the number, give the neighbor your number in case they do have issues with the renters after they move in. Um, and then I, I like Laura's. Laura says, keep it and do what is best for you. Airbnb people won't be there long enough to bother anybody. <laughs> Elise can have clauses to prevent cars on blocks and the like. If you sell, there's no telling what new owners would do, and none of that mm. would be your fault. That's valid, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall on Twitter says, I'm sick of rentals in my neighborhood. Just used to be nice, but now there are just several rentals that are just trashed. They mm-hmm. don't take care of them. It's hurting all the other houses and looks like hell. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. So I. Oh. Kaylee says, do they pay for anything on the property? Ultimately, she owns it. It's her choice. You can't go through life living for other people's approval slash opinions. Do what's best for you, Shauna. We have uh, at the end of my circle that I live on, there's some rentals and like they, no one mowed or did anything with the yard. So oh, like no. it was like a full oh. foot and a half tall, like these big dandelions and stuff. So one of my neighbors like did some deep diving to figure out who owned them. Turned out to be a former Husker offensive lineman. And no way. She called and like gave him the riot act. Nice. He didn't even live here. He just owns them. He lives out of state. And uh, they finally like came and just now they have just a uh, they have mud. It's like a big mud because oh, they no. got rid of all the weeds and oh, stuff. Oh wow! But it's uh I don't know. And it, but it was like every time you drive into our neighborhood, like people would make comments because it just looks so bad. So I kind of understand some of the thought mm-hmm. process some of these people have. But I do want to stress though, for every one of those, like, and I'm going to use Coriel as my example. You're a renter. Mm-hmm. You would be a fantastic yeah. neighbor to have. So you like would you know. Be. It just, but it's, but that's the difference. It's such a crapshoot sometimes. So oh yeah, I don't know. yeah. To snowball off of Nick's, I first of all, that's very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> and we do try to keep it um, relatively, like we want the place looking nice. Our uh, landlord is awesome. We pay like barely any extra month, and he comes by and he does the uh, he mows and does like the oh wow all the fixins and he stuff. And when it, it okay. snows, we'll do the city walks and whatnot. So mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we pay a little extra for it, but it, but I mean a, f- a fraction of the cost of what it would be to have like these other services. So very lucky in that way. But the only thing that I think our neighbors would probably maybe gripe about about us is that we do we are social people. Mm -hmm. So we do have people that come over quite a bit. And there have been nights where the garage door has been open and it's gotten loud between music and game nights and playing dice and stuff. But the thing is, you can chalk that up to be like, yeah, oh, she's a renter. But also, we will behave that way with a home that we own. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, it truly does. It's like, you know, you can't really control it either way. I mean, even if she did sell it outright, yeah. who's to say your neighbors? I mean, she might think that they look nice on paper and might meet them and think they look good. But who knows? Maybe they're maybe they're like terrible people. Maybe they suck and they end up living there for like 20 years. You know, <laughs> that's a thing, too. Well, if you've got any advice for Shauna, let us know on Facebook or Twitter, KX969. Be a part of Neighborhood Watch and help out everybody that we can. Yeah. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Hey, those are cool tats, man. Oh, for real. Thank you, bro. You yeah. see the Cobra? Hey, what is this one? Oh, this? Uh-huh. That's my credo. No regrets. Mm-hmm. You have no regrets? Dad? No. Nope. Like, not even a single letter? No, no. way. <laughs> not me. Well, I love them. And we we do too. Uh, in fact, Nick and I both have tattoos. Coriel is still yet to get hers, but her father thinks uh, maybe there should be a new tattoo in her future. <laughs> I wouldn't put it that way. I took no. it, I took the photo from her father's uh, page. Gotcha. Okay. He was just making a joke because her dad makes he posts some crazy stuff <sighs> on his Facebook. He page. sure does. And I was like, Coriel, it looks like we've got an idea. And it's it's where's Waldo climbing out from between someone's crack. Their hiney crack, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like where's all those legs? It's like tattoo. his legs stuck. Yeah, he's got like the the sweat beads coming off, yeah, and he's, he's like frustrated. Argh. And I was like, and then I posted the the question on Twitter. I said, um, it's not a matter of if; it's more when. And it's either Friday or Monday that Coriel goes and gets this tattoo. No, it's neither day. It's never happening. That's the most Coriel tattoo I've it ever truly seen. Truly, you're not wrong. I mean, you've talked about like where's Waldo and how 
a lot on the I'm, show. Well, at point. Uh, I have. <laughs> I guess I've never noticed that. Yeah, yeah. It just all the time. It's like constant, where's Waldo this? I, where's Waldo that with you, Coriel? I think, um, first of all, I'm just a wimp. Like, I'm terrified of needles. I really am. You'll be okay. I, I uh, Actually, I think it's the fact that it's the whole, if you start it, you have to finish it thing. I'm not much of a quitter in that way, but like, if if I start getting it, like a tattoo, yeah. I can't just not get it anymore. You kind of got to finish it out. Yeah, for sure. You doesn't well, have yeah. to be giant. You can get a no. small tattoo. But what if I start to get the tattoo and I'm like, I can't do this. I bet you could. So I think you go small then. You go with something smaller, maybe on your forearm or something. But or... then also in that token, I don't know if my brain can be trusted. Because in high school, at one point in time, I ha- I was going to get the Arby's hat and say I was thinking Arby's. Oh, yeah. On my like finger. I yeah. saw I saw a tattoo this weekend at the <laughs> softball tournament I was at that I thought to myself, this is what Coriel needs. And it's a banana. And the banana peel is being thrown off the banana. And then there's like a black censored box across the banana's waist. Like it's now naked. <laughs> that is absolutely and I was like, a tattoo. I was like, tattoo. this is a Coriel tattoo if yes, I've ever seen is. one. I thought you were going to go like Mario Kart or something on that. No. no. Oh, wow. Yeah, this banana was just like, it was naked banana. Uh, careful with this one, Nick. My, I, I think I'm going to post this one on Facebook because it'd be fun to see other people's tattoos. But okay. speaking yeah. of random tattoos, uh, like last year, two years ago, my boyfriend decided he wanted to get a rooster on his arm. Nice. So... He has a rooster on his arm, and it's a funny party trick. But um, you can find it on Facebook, <laughs> KX969. Okay. This is your chance to show off your tattoos. I mean, I don't know. I'm leaning more and more towards getting one by the end of the year. Oh, okay. I really do want one. I am terrified, though, that it's going to start, and I'm going to I'm going to panic, and I'm not, not going to be able to I finish it. I think we need to get a tattoo artist in studio to give you your first tattoo. Oh, I don't yes, know. and also give you some tips. I yes, I agree. Too of a sa- I have too much of a sailor mouth. You think I could do that and keep my job? I think you could. Are you kidding yeah, me? I think if you're focused, yeah, we're focused on the show, and they're doing that, I think you can We'd have to yourself. print out you- like a bolded letter, uh, 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 bolded page of alternative swear words for me yeah there you go are you gonna get like spongebob or what's your thoughts i don't know i don't know i want to see some other, i want to see other everyone ideas. else's tattoos yeah. i want to know the story behind them uh i especially want to see them if they're just random just absolutely out of left field maybe you did the whole um those where you put like the the money in the machine or whatever and you turn it and you get the little uh box that has like a tattoo in it okay have you seen those yes yeah you can go to some tattoo you shops you pay like you pay money like uh, and 25 50 you. 75 100 bucks yeah. whatever whatever it yeah. is that comes out of there is what yeah. they give you is what you get yeah mm-hmm. so i want to see these on facebook kx969 i like random tattoos i like random fun tattoos like i so yeah. i have i have uh pals on my arm it's from uh <laughs> it's from young guns it's one of my favorite movies <laughs> yeah. and it's a quote from there but the reason i got it our, this is how dedicated I am, you guys. Our softball team was in a slump, so I thought, you know what? We have a tournament coming up. I'm showing up with a fresh new tattoo Hell about my yeah. friends, and I'm going to tell them that I got this so we get better. And then Boost we did. We morale. Won the tournament. There you go. But yeah, so, and my wife's like, you did what? You're such an idiot. And I was like, eh, maybe, but... Yeah, and? You know, an I'd, idiot with a tattoo, I, at least. I love my tattoo, so that's all that matters. Exactly. Look for it on Facebook, KX969. Share your tattoos, matching tattoos, random tattoos, whatever. I want to see them. You're listening to JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. We love hearing from you guys, and especially if you need any kind of help, we're here for it. For sure. We get messages all the time on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, KX969, or even in our inboxes. And Coriel, I don't 
I don't have the information, so I'm going to let you take the lead on. Um, yeah. Because it's not really a Danimer Dumpum. It's not really a couples therapy. It's kind of a hybrid mm-hmm. that we got. I don't even know if we can even say their name on the radio. We're just trying um, to be really okay. yeah, careful no. with this. Well, yeah. I'm trying to. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go off of memory on this okay. one because right. the Internet's being the Internet. But um, so essentially this person has been with somebody for like a year or a year and a half. Okay. Okay. And it's been fairly, I mean, they've met each other's like family, friends, even some coworkers. Sure. They've been on trips and things together. Uh, they don't live together, I don't think. But, I mean, it's it's a pretty Serious solid thing. relationship. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The thing is, the uh, other person in the relationship still like, Adds single people on social media and will like single people's photos and um and and they they say that they're just like you know doing it because whatever they just don't want to like uh give off the impression that they are not single but they aren't essentially they're like in a relationship but not in a relationship mm. like they won't define the future Huh. And this person's wondering, like, okay, so do I need to have a sit down with them and give them like an ultimatum, like, okay, no, you can't out, like, act like you're single and also have me too, or should they just boot them all together because this behavior has never stopped? So they're like being flirty with these single people. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're like, like to- well, that's the that's what's in, um, like, insinuated at least. Okay. Adding single people, having conversations with single people online sometimes. Huh. I don't know what the context of it's like. It didn't go that far. Right. Liking single people's sure. photos and or like just, you know, photos of other people. And they've been together or doing this dance for like a year or so. They've huh. met some family and friends of each other's, but they haven't like anytime like in a conversation has come up that seems any remotely related to the future, the person changes the subject. It, remind me, they and, live like, together to and they it, don't. I don't think they live together. They don't live together. I guess oh, at least it, okay. it doesn't say, but it doesn't sound like they do. Because that does add levels to it if they're not living together. Like, and are they really in a committed relationship? Or yeah, not? and I and mean, I guess a, I've I've had like a sort of relationship with someone for almost a year, but just never. I don't know. We both just kind of. Uh, I suppose it was like a, a placeholder in a way. Mm. I mean, it wasn't very fair to either one of us, honestly. Mm-hmm. Knew it wasn't going to last or wasn't going to end well. So sometimes you get in, in weird positions like that. But yeah, mm. this this individual is basically wondering, should they have a sit down and ask, okay, we need to define this relationship ultimatum, or sure. should they just kick him out the door right now because they have continually just kept doing this stuff? Like it just kind of shows where their maybe their their heart is. What do you think, JB? Interesting. I I think you have the conversation. I think you sit down and have a conversation about it. Okay. And that's super important. So so sit down and have the conversation versus just moving on. Yeah. Cuz if it cuz then you'll have at least you'll have closure, they'll have closure and they'll understand where you're coming from. Okay. Uh, in what's going on or what they are seeing or what they're hearing. But if they don't if they talk about the fu- if they never talk about the future, if every time the future's brought that, up and it just like yeah. it redirects and yeah. all this stuff, like doesn't that, that kind of tell you that maybe that's So but again, I think you should have not only the conversation about what's going on, but also about the future. And if in that conversation they dodge it again, then you move on. 
Okay, so one, so one last ditch effort to be like, I, I think hi, one last we talk about effort. this here, and then if they do it in that moment, then that's the end all, be all, kick yeah. them to the curb type yeah, of thing. I think so. Huh. Yeah, okay. I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It feels like the person is keeping people on the line just in case. Is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're just keeping them. They're they're like throwing some chum in the water. So hopefully the sharks are nearby just in case. Right. 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 Like they're with somebody, but not actually with them, and just I don't know. I mean, because it's disrespectful to the other person, right? Yeah. That they're dating. They've been dating for a while to be doing that. So I don't know. And everyone has their reasons for maybe being standoffish or or scared of commitment and things like that. Um, but it definitely isn't very nice. And and that's coming from somebody like myself entirely. I have fully done that to people just as a committophobe. I've I've done that before. I've been on the other end of that where I've diverted answering a question about the future. I'm not proud of it, but it's like, you know, moments of weakness. I mean, it happens, absolutely. Especially when I was, I mean, not recently, obviously, but, yeah, but when younger. I was much younger, kind yeah. of like yeah. navigating the dating world and all that stuff. In and, your 20s. And, and how casual is, yeah. things are these days, too. It's just really hard. So I'm, there may be reasons, but as someone, I promise you, as someone who's done this to other people, again, it sucks, and I know it. At the the writing's on the wall there, you know? I mean, if you're trying to bring up the future constantly and trying to define it, but they're just moving away from it and, and all this huh. stuff and won't give you an answer, that's, in my opinion, uh, that's, that's that's the answer tough. right there. That's kind of the answer there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, one of our friends also said basically the same thing. Drop the person. All my exes did this to me. Tell this person to drop them now. Don't even have a sit down. Kick them out. Bye. Yeah. We oh, don't boy. have time for any of this. Yeah, so. absolutely. Huh. Right. Well, uh you could want to have people to let people on the morning show page yeah. kx mornings let us know what do you think uh our listener should do in this situation like we said this is kind of a uh hybrid almost of like a dan yeah. redumpum slash couples therapy sort of and uh didn't quite feel comfortable going on air and that's right. fine but right. you can weigh in on our morning show page kx mornings this is jp coriel and husker nick how about we give everybody a rundown of things to look forward to in June? Okay. Of course, the NBA Finals, we've already gotten through Game 2, so we'll have that run through. If, if it ends, uh, it, if Game 7 will be done by the 18th of June. The Stanley okay. Cup Finals are going on, too. So that continues The Stanley on. Cup Finals? Mm-hmm, that's the hockey finals. Um, right. Speaking of hockey... Mm-hmm. What is the name of the orange creepy mascot? The Syracuse orange one? No, it's like gritty. That's what it is. The Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, okay. It's that that big giant like googly eyed looking like orange bearded blob. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I do now, now that you brought it up. Yeah. Gritty, when that came out, that single-handedly made me want to, want to get into hockey. Did I? Not necessarily. <laughs> do I love enough. hockey and the idea of it? Yes. But I just don't sit around and watch it. Fortunately, Gritty will probably not be a part of the finals at all because it's Vegas and Florida that are in the oh. the finals. But Dang good, it. Good, good recall to a character <laughs> from hockey. You know what? It's more than I would have known a couple of years right. ago. <laughs> Uh, in golf, the 123rd U.S. Open comes up here on the 15th. 123rd? Mm-hmm. Wow. And currently in tennis, the French Open runs through the, the French 11th. French Open. So look for that. Uh, new shows on TV. HBO's new one, The Idol, 
dropped last uh-huh. night, which I'm very curious about that show. A new season of It's Always Sunny, their 16th season. Two days away. Um, uh, then uh, Righteous Gemstones, I saw a trailer for that, the new season of that coming on the 18th. If you watch The Bachelor slash The uh-huh. Bachelorette, you are respectfully in a cult, so you already <laughs> know when this is. But in case you were thinking about joining the other cult members, it's on the 26th. <laughs> uh, we had Spider-Man the Across the Spider-Verse opened uh, this past weekend. Transformers Rise of the Beasts come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Flash, which everybody's talking about because of Michael Keaton's Batman, yeah, uh, comes out on the 16th. And then the most important movie of all hits theaters the final indiana jones movie oh the final one yeah harrison ford just said this is it nobody else will wear the fedora yeah that interview that said who would like take this on then who would be the new indiana jones and harrison ford said nobody yeah indiana jones dies with me he does and he's gonna make sure it happens that way (laughs) i can see him i like the terror being territorial wow terror what am i trying to say territorial Thank you. I can't say that this morning. That's a word you can't say. Territorial <laughs> of his Were you trying character. to say terror? you like just stuck in your head pterodactyl? No, yes. Yeah. It actually was tr- stuck in my head just now. <laughs> I was trying to say pterodactyl. I'm like, no, stop. That's Brain, hilarious. stop. Of course, uh, Father's Day is on the 18th. Juneteenth is on the 19th. It's also Pride Month mm-hmm. uh, with Pride Day coming up on the 28th. The, the first, first official day yeah, of summer. Oh, God. It's the 21st. I know. It is not summer yet. It is summer. Um, it I isn't. Mean, we did not miss out on National Donut Day to our th- friend. thanks to our friend Hannah. She made that happen mm-hmm. uh, this past week. National Best Friends Day is on the 8th. Mm-hmm. Who you, who's your best friend? Who are you going to celebrate? Liz. Oh, okay. Yeah, Liz. Okay. Liz is the bestie. Okay. And then Flag Day and National Bourbon Day coming up. The National Martini Day and National Selfie Day. We should do something special. National Selfie Day. Day happens to also be the uh, first official day of summer. So if you are not taking a selfie by a, a body selfie? of water, Ooh, you know you're what we not should do? doing it right. We, we will be at MRL Music Fest that day. We should do a Wait, m- massive mm, selfie. No, no, no I'm sorry. No, I'm looking uh-huh. at shit. Yeah, that, that was, um, that's uh, July, not June. I but, got too excited. Yeah, you're just a month early is all. It's okay. That's okay. We don't Plenty of stuff to look forward to this yeah. month. It's awesome. Um, if any of these uh, concerts and things coming up. Um, yeah, we got, I mean, Luke Combs is at Arrowhead this weekend. Jay Owens at Stir Cove this weekend. Yeah. We've got Country Drive Music Fest That's the 16th next and weekend. 17th. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those are the shows for you to get in with us. Oh, yeah, Milligan's June Jubilee with uh, Casey Donahue's on Friday, too. That's the, yeah, that's the, the closest one yeah, on the yeah. 9th, right? Yep. That's yeah. The next one's up. Side note: June Jubilee has like a bunch of stuff that you can do too, because oh, yeah. it's yeah. it's it's a, the, the concert's weekend. that night on the ninth. But yeah, it's a whole, it's weekend, a whole weekend. So if you want to so go to Milligan and have head a good out time. there, have a good time. Right, there you go. Some things to look forward to in June, including summer officially starting. Yes. <laughs> JP Coriel and Husker Nick. Yo. Every morning. In the morning. Kicks ninety six point nine. JP Coriel and Husker Nick. One big thing is an opportunity for you to help out uh, with a great new cause, the inaugural Battle of the Brews. Yes. 
Yes. Is coming up here on Sunday. It'll be from 1 to 5 at Robber's Cave, the event event space there that's really, really cool. Yes, it benefits Brave Bee uh, Child Advocacy Center. And there's local breweries that'll be there where you can taste test and all that stuff. Raising money for a great cause. And, of course, uh, there's some... Uh, things for all of you to participate in, like some fun games to play and stuff. And uh, Brave Bee is currently experiencing some uh, significant growth in a lot of different areas. The medical program, the staff, community partnerships, it's all expanding. And, you know, it's a very, very exciting thing. But because of this growth, it's being the direct result of the increase in the number of children uh, suffering from uh, just at- trauma, basically, mm-hmm. and it's it's a much needed avenue uh, and a resource for these children. Brave Bee is and Battle of the Bruce is just one day way to raise some money for all the good work that they do uh, with Brave Bee. So yeah. we're very excited to be a part of it. It's a cool event. It's going to be great. Hopefully you get a chance to join us. Uh, Husker Nick will actually be your MC for the event. Yeah, food MC trucks and yard games truck. and Husker Nick and a bunch of stuff. So check it out for yourself online. Uh, BraveBE.org is the name of the site. And on there will be the big old event that they've got. All the details you need. So get in there and check it out. If you missed any of our show today, you can catch up on the podcast at KZKX.com. Tomorrow we'll have Data Number Dump, JP Maxis Guest, and more. Have a good one. (laughs) 